welcome to This is what we've been talking about Yes, it has been what we have been talking There's been a lot to talk about lately, huh? There's, There's never a shortage of things to talk about Even when there's nothing to talk about, we can talk an hour about it Even when there's nothing to talk about, there's a ton to talk about. (laughs) I mean, it's one of these things, man, where like, you know, we have to stop ourselves from going off on tangents because we ain't no Joe Rogan yet. No. And I mean, could we put together a three hour podcast in our sleep? Absolutely. But none of you want to hear it yet. You don't want to hear me talking in my sleep. You guys don't know what you're missing. (laughs) We'll talk three hours. No problem. Actually. You know, maybe the Christmas special this year, Christmas <laughs> special this year, yeah. is going to be a three-hour just talk fest. Yeah. So we're going to do a three-hour Christmas special when nobody's listening to podcasts because they're all hanging out with their families. <laughs> maybe the That's, deadbeat dads can to listen. Oh, yeah. The, the, the deadbeat dads. That'll be the perfect time to break out our three-hour podcast <laughs> special is when nobody's listening. Come on, gift it. You know, gift the gift of uh, Gab and just listen to a couple old guys. What a great you know? present for somebody. Just just sign yeah. on and listen to us. <laughs> you're you're like one of us, man. Just sit down and listen to us. You, you talk to the talk to the computer while we're talking to each other. Yeah. Going, no, that wasn't the right stat. Stupid. Listen, and here's the thing. If you think you're cooler than we are or better than we are, or like you're just like, this isn't that good of a podcast, well then send us an email. Right. And maybe we can get you on the podcast and we can talk about different things and maybe that'll liven it up a little bit. Or let's get you on the podcast and see what you can do about it. See if you're better. <laughs> nah. See, that's what guys do, man. Guys yeah. are all about the I competition, know. man. It's crazy. I know. I mean, and in, you know, it's one of those things where, like, as I've gotten older, I've had to like think about that and almost kind of tame it in some on some degree, you know, on some level. And you know, I don't think you should ever let that competitiveness go away but like in certain situations like in a relationship like my friendship with you like i don't like we might we might joke and like needle each other a little bit but we don't go too far because we respect each other we love each other man and like you know it's one of those things where uh you know you have to tame it in certain situations especially in like important relationships in your life because it would be a wedge otherwise don't you think well, that's exactly what we've been talking about uh, with being a man is controlling yourself, having discipline, right. discipline, controlling yourself and in, in quieting the monster. And the monster yeah. is, uh, you know, wants to dominate everything he sees. And you have to kind yeah. of control that a little bit because that's really not being a good partner at all. Right. Yeah. No, and it's different in like say sports or whatever. When we're talking about you do a <clears throat> you you put a seed in the other uh, competitor's head that they're not you know you you try to shake their confidence right and, right. and take them off their game. I mean that's that's a little bit of sportsmanship, right? So that's uh, acceptable in those arenas. But we're talking about in life and relationships and friendships, and it's not there. There's no room for that because 
what we're supposed to be doing is lifting each other up. And when we do that, you strengthen, strengthen each other. <laughs> Dude, you've got, you've got that down pretty good, man. <laughs> strength. Yeah. I've been working on it. Strength. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I mean, Alan's got the Ebonics down. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> well, speaking of like uh, competitiveness and sports and stuff, dude, I watched the, the World Series last night. All yeah. right. And um, what a game one, dude. All right. Let me, uh, you know, I, I'll give you a, a short synopsis, right? Okay. Yeah. Houston jumped out. Houston uh, played in Houston. Uh, Verlander's on the mound. Okay. For right. Houston. Ace beast. Right. And I forgot who was on the mound for Phillies Nano or something like that. I don't know their pitchers. Right. No, I've never heard of them. You know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so he's on the mound. Houston jumps out to a five nothing start. Okay. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't follow the score until it was like later. So I didn't see the five zero. All right, gotcha. So, so check this out. All right. Um, um, Tucker on uh, Houston Astros hit two home runs in the second and the third inning. I was like, well, like wow. he was up in he was up in back to back innings. Yeah, wow. because they battled wow. around, you know. Wow. Okay. And and Verlander uh uh sent down the first nine batters. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, so I he, was thinking he was I'm gonna rolling. see a no hit. I'm yeah, yeah. He was no he was Nolan Ryan yeah. for three innings. Yeah. And he was mowing them down and getting them out. And Definitely. I was like I was like, man, I might see a no hitter in this can you in imagine? this game. I know God, it'd be awesome. It'd well, be incredible. Of course, the very next inning in the fourth inning, he, uh, um, he, uh, you know, he, um, he started to, to kind of unwind a little bit. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. What I think is, um, what happened was his confidence got shook somehow. Right. And yeah. then, and then the Phillies started to come back. And they came back, dude. That's the crazy thing real quick, not to interrupt you, man, but that's the crazy thing about baseball is, you know, yeah. the pitcher can start out just, just killing it, you know? And like, you have got Verlander who's just one up, one down left and right. Just take mowing them down, dominating right. them. And then it's such a mental game that like you, it's such a mental game that, you can be doing that. You can be dominating and mowing them down, but you have to sustain that for the whole game. Yes. Yeah. And look, he, he had it going for, through how many innings? I don't know. A bunch. Three. Yeah, okay. Three. three, your first three innings. Super important. You got to come off to a good start. You got to start strong. You got to, you know, you've got to be dominant in the beginning, but three out of nine innings just ain't going to cut it. Think about gotta, the long, the long game of like, the mental, the mental fortitude that it takes. Oh, it's just, it's, that's what one of the million things that makes baseball incredible. Anyway, and, here, and here's the other thing about baseball too. Like yeah, Verlander's on the mound. Okay. He gets the la the three outs in the third inning and he goes to sit on the bench. Now yeah. he's sitting on the bench while his team is up at bat, maybe batting around, maybe not. Maybe it's a prolonged inning and he's sitting there and he has to like not think about it. 
not yeah. think about that he just sent down nine street yeah. like how do you do that how do you get into that space where it's okay you know like i know you have to be like just smooth and it it's not like hockey or even basketball where the game keeps rolling. You kind of yeah, can, can get into like a little groove where you don't think about yeah, cause it. Cause once you're hot, you just keep you're, you're hot the whole time because like right. you said, you don't take a break. It's, it, it's right. a nonstop thing. Right. And, or, or any breaks like a halftime or things like that are short. So you're right back at it, you know? And yeah, I don't think that's talked about enough, man. You know, everybody difference. It's a big difference with baseball, I think. Yeah. And everybody knows it kind of. I mean, real sports uh, fans and, you know, followers know the intricacies, the intellectual things involved with baseball, you know, but, but I don't think it's talked about enough, really, if you think about it, you know, there are other sports that are, that are similar, you know, like I think of. Believe it or not, I think of golf. Yeah. And just the, Ooh, you know, the, that's a mental game. Yeah. The mental part of that game would be similar to baseball, I think. Yeah. You know, at least for the pitcher. I don't know. Well, even a hitter, if you're in a slump or you're actually, you know, have a hitting streak going on, I mean, it's just, yeah. It's really I mean, intense. I, I don't play golf a lot, but I play maybe once or twice a year if I can do it. Yeah. And uh, the times that I do go out there and, you know, I think of myself as an athletic guy, but like I'll hit the first drive and it's perfect. It's straight down the middle. It's whatever, how many yards. And then I get up there and I'm like, okay, I hit, I hit a great drive, you know, I'm, and then, you know, you're driving up to the to the ball and you're getting ready to hit. You're waiting for the other team and you're sitting there and you're thinking about it just like a pitcher. Yeah. And you have to stay in within yourself and control it and just but be loose at the same time and yeah. flow it. Because as soon as you start thinking about your swing or whatever, it uh, inevitably it, it gets shanked into the woods. Yeah. Know? Or it goes for like me. five yards in front of you and it doesn't pass the women's tee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then your next one's a dick out. Well, here's the thing about okay, so the <laughs> that's right. Yeah, your pants got to be around your ankle. Yeah, if you can't hit a pants and women's team, man, yeah, the next one's with the dick that. out. You have to. Got to be. That's that's the that, if you're man. a true man. That's in the PGA rules, dude. It's got to be. A lot of people don't know that, <laughs> but none of those guys are ever only hitting it. Short no of the way, women's tee. No way. It's in there, but they ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But what I was going to say was the Houston Astros, man. Yeah, I so they're they were, 5 nothing. All right. Like, right, right. Me, rest. It, it's okay. I mean, basically, the Phillies came back, and they eventually tied it, and it went to extra innings. Okay. Okay. And then the Phillies hit a homer in the solo homer in the top of the 10th. Okay. Uh, it was Rialto, I think it was. And then... Um, and then the bottom of the 10th comes up yeah. and here comes Bergman with a double off high off the left field wall. Boosh. Well, he he was know. the first hitter of the 10th inning. No, no. I think it was okay. one out when that one happened. Out. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, whoever came up after him, uh, was walked. So it was first <sighs> and second. Okay. Two on, one out down dude, one. And then there was, okay. It was two outs when that happened Okay, because the next guy, there was a wild pitch. And so they both advanced to second and third, second and third, two outs in the bottom of the 10th. They got a tie right? 90 feet away world series, man. All right. And then, 
And then uh, uh, the guy who was up at bat leaned. Okay. Tell me if you've ever seen this. The guy okay. up at bat, and I forgot his name. I think it was Diaz. He's up at bat. Okay. And the ball comes in high and tight. And you could tell he was turning away, but also leaning in. Mm-hmm. And it missed him. So it was like, all right, that's ball, whatever, ball one, ball two. Yeah. And the next one, next pitch that came in, same kind of thing, a little bit lower, but he kind of turned, but then leaned his elbow in and it hit his elbow. And he was running to first and the ump said, no, you're back in the batter's box. You leaned into it. it Tell me if you've like- ever, have you ever seen that in MLB? No. no that the umpire but- said that you leaned into it. No, I've never seen that. But was he trying to get hit? It kind of sounds like it. It was totally obvious. You could tell. Really? You could see it in real time that he leaned his elbow It makes sense with those dirty Houston Astros. I mean, they already cheated their way to one championship series. (laughs) That's right. That is right. Nothing is off the table for those cheaters. It's a tough one for me because... Yeah, they're cheaters. There's no doubt about it. They absolutely cheated. It's proven, and they got sanctioned for it and all that. But the Phillies have Bryce Harper, and I cannot stand that guy, dude. Really? Uh, See, I don't. I, I don't. Ha- he's I don't have a negative. I don't have a negative feeling for him, but I. Mm. But I don't know why you do. So I'm sure there's probably stuff out there that would make me not like the guy, but. I don't, I don't, again, I don't follow baseball probably quite as close as you do. I mean, there's it's been a little bit in my com- life. It's I a did, little but. bit complicated. It's a little bit complicated. Not to step on you there, man, but it's a little bit complicated. But what happened was he played for the Nationals and then they, uh, yep. you know, he left and he went to the Phillies. And, but before that, so when the Capitals, the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup, they played the Vegas Golden Knights, okay, okay, in the Stanley Cup final. It was their inaugural season. And guess who's in the stands as a Washington national player wearing a Vegas Golden Knights jersey because he's from Vegas and he's rooting their team. Dude, I was pissed. <laughs> How do you yeah, do that? That's a How tough you, one, man. And I'm, not a Nash, I'm not a Nationals fan. Okay, okay, but hold but, on a second. Let me let me challenge you here for a second. All right, go ahead. Let's okay. And I don't know if this will make it anything different, but okay. So, Alan, you all of a sudden, let's say you're exactly the same person you are right now. Yeah. Okay. You like the same teams that you like. Right. All right. You're an Orioles fan. You're a Washington yep. Redskins fan. Absolutely. You're a Washington Capitals fan. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But you're 20 something years old. Okay. What if you get drafted to the Boston Red Sox? Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to trying to say here is we can hate on Harper and we should say, well, he's playing for the Washington Nationals. He should support the Washington hockey team or don't go out at all. Right. And and I agree. Maybe he should have just not gone, but. No, I mean we can't tell him not to go to a you know a Stanley Cup game or whatever it was. But part he's of me's util- like he's not a utility player that means nothing. He's like almost the face of the franchise at that face point. the franchise. Yeah, but I mean you're you know? going to get drafted most likely to a team that you didn't love as a kid. You That's know, true. so yep. I just kind of think about that piece. Like, how do you how do you change your favorite team to the team you play for? And not that you would not 
play your hardest. Not that you would not do your best just because it's not your favorite team. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're playing for money. It's your job. You're going to work as hard as you can and do the best you can. Yeah. But there's still got to be that element in you. That's like, well, my favorite team is such and such, you know, and it's not the team I play for. So I'm going to still root for them. If it's not, if it's not me, that's playing, you know, like I'm not going to root against my own team, but yeah. I might root for the team that I love to grow. I don't know. Just, just another thought there. It would be um, tough if I was playing for the Red Sox. Okay, they gave me a contract because that's a yep. big market. Millions, it's like, millions. You, know. you get a mil- millions of dollar contract. Then what? Then I'm a Red Sox fan. Uh, I mean, they're giving me. Mil- I, I'm playing baseball. This is what I want to do. I want to play in the major leagues. When you, you can't choose your team. I mean, it's a very rare thing to play yeah. for your hometown. Uh, team and then excel and be a superstar too right yeah very but, rare so i would still be an orioles fan but i just happen to be playing for the red sox i know it's a tough question isn't it tough but let me let me ask you this i'm going right. to turn it right around all, all right. right your son yep becomes an nfl player okay he's a quarterback yep he's superstar in college man there everybody's pining for him okay and he gets drafted first round. All right. Maybe second round, whatever. Okay. okay. New England Patriots <laughs> select. <laughs> Dude, listen, <laughs> where do you, where, where's that, your Patriot shirts and hats? That dude? moment, I become the biggest <laughs> Patriots fan in the exactly. world. You yes. have to. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate them. I hate them. It's in support of your son, right? So yeah. that's a whole yeah. nother. It is thing. a different. It's a different. You're not a real yeah. fan of the team, <laughs> but you become one. You have to because the team's not the same at that point as it was back in the day when you hated them. Because right now right. your son plays. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm supporting my son more than I am the team, but yeah, I want the team to win because my son's on the team. Yeah, I want my son to go to New England and break all of Tom Brady's records. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, he, he could that's, probably do it. That's cool to talk about, though. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of angles in that, but I get it, man. So, anyways, Phillies won the game. They're up one nothing. It's it's a cool yeah. story because yeah, hadn't they only won like 87 or something games this year? Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that last week. I think yeah, yeah the Phillies 87 game winner, and they were a uh, wild card. Yeah, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, because the Braves won the division and the Mets, you know, fell out and yep. uh, were also a hundred game winner. And Phillies were there with 87 games, dude. It's and crazy. now they're in the World Series and they're up all, one like, game to nothing. Up one nothing against the so Astros. The game must have been in, in Houston, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So they stole one, you know, away. They stole yeah. one. That's, 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 that's a big win. That's a big win. That's a huge win. And, and think about this too. Think about the locker room. We were down five, nothing. We beat them. I think that was the largest deficit in, uh, in since, I don't know, like 56 or something like that. I don't know what it was. Baseball is so crazy like that, man. You can be down five, or you can be up five, nothing. And it just doesn't mean anything. (laughs) <laughs> unless you go I up mean, 10 nothing i mean it just doesn't mean anything i mean sometimes even 10 nothing doesn't mean nothing oh, i know i mean it's, it's such a wild sport uh, it, it it is very very interesting and people say that it's 
not exciting, but let me tell you something. When I was watching it last night and I have no investment in either team, right? Right. I'm not a fan of either one. As a matter of fact, I probably hate them both, but I just hate one less than the other. Exactly. But when you're it's watching- kind of like voting in, in presidential and, you know, <laughs> political, uh, you know, um, elections, you hate one person less than the other. Yeah, that's how it comes down to for sure. But Sometimes. while I was watching while I was watching the 10th inning, dude, my yeah. heart was racing. I'm bad. I was like, this is exciting, man. That's cool. It's cool. Like, who's going to, who's going to come out on top with this? Think man. about how your heart would have been racing, Alan, if it was the Orioles against oh, the Phillies. My right? place would have and been And the trash. Orioles are up, you know, or it's tied five, five, same situation, t- you know, bottom of the 10th, your Orioles come up. They got two on second and third, two outs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and then they lose because that's Orioles. You might not have lived through that. Your heart might have given out. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely can't take something like that now. No, no, not at our ages, man. I've been through too many of those situations with the Orioles, man, but not all in the World Series, but still. I hear you. Oh, my gosh. Hey, man, so listen, uh, I wanted to ask you about something that happened this week. All right. What's up? <laughs> well, you're laughing why. already. I don't know. I don't know why that's funny. So, listen, man you you had a birthday. What yep. like mm. what a week ago or so? Yeah, yeah, like a week week or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know we haven't always gotten gifts for each other, but like lately we just decided to start getting gifts for each other. Yeah, and I don't know why that started because I don't I'm know why, but it's but it's cool though. <laughs> Yeah, this is cool. It is so cool. this year we weren't able to be with you during your birthday, which I mean that pretty much happens, you know, yeah. for both of us anyways. And then we just right. kind of like the next time we hang out or whatever. Right. So Alan got me a bunch of really cool stuff for my birthday last time. He got me like an apron that says some funny stuff on it, like for when you know when I'm smoking meat outside and stuff. And he got me some gloves that can like withstand, you know like the hubs of hell heat. So when you're pulling like meat off things and cutting and carving and stuff, like your hands are good. James loves pulling meat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hot meat. Steaming meat. Hot steaming meat. uh, So I gotta, I gotta share, man. We sent, we sent Alan a birthday present this week. It was kind of off, you know, it was kind of just like unexpected and totally out of the blue. I was out of the blue. Well, and let me tell you like, what was the, you know, the thing that kind of, uh, that kind of motivated us to, to do this. So, Alan sent my wife and I were all in, and his girl, we're all in this, you know, messenger group. And he sent this meme. That's Hugh Jackman. And actually it, it looks like it came from his Twitter account. Yeah. And, and it, cause it actually says Hugh Jackman Twitter, Twitter account. And it's a picture of Hugh Jackman with his dog. And he's <laughs> laying on like a, like a chaise lounge by a pool and he's asleep and he looks ridiculous asleep. And he, and, and the meme says, when people tell you, you don't look 50, part of you believes it until you see yourself sleeping. So in other <laughs> words, the memes talking about like how you just look old as hell, you know, when you're sleeping. And so he's, you know, uh, Alan sent us that and we were just laughing because the funny thing is when, 
Alan and his girl and we all hang out. Me and my wife and I, you know, we will snap pictures of each other, like passed out from drinking or just tired or just, you know, we're such good friends that yeah. At each other's houses, we can relax. Right. So there's not a lot of places you can relax, you know? So we relax each other's houses. So anyways, we've got a lot of pictures of each other, like sleeping. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So there's plenty of them. <laughs> after Alan, yeah. After Alan sent us this this meme, my wife and I were talking, and, and we were like, we 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 gotta compile all of the pictures of Alan sleeping at the various times and places we've hung out, and put it on a blanket, you know, like a Shutterfly or one of those companies, uh, make it into a blanket. <laughs> And the other funny part was because the last time he was at our house, he loved this blanket we had that had like it was Sherpa lined and it was a picture blanket of our dog. Like, you know, a huge picture of of our dog who's a German shepherd, Sammy. (laughs) The whole blanket is the picture is one picture. (laughs) Yeah. And it's Sherpa. And he was sleeping on our couch chairs the whole weekend with that blanket on him. So we knew he liked the blanket. He liked the Sherpa. So my wife right. and I are like, all right, let's do that same thing with <laughs> pictures of Alan sleeping. <laughs> oh, my so God. So what showed up in the mail this week, dude? Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a, I, I had ordered a couple of things, actually, and it all came at the same time. So I was like, oh, my extra, you know, light. Uh, my extra bright light bulbs for the garage. Have you ever seen those? Those really bright ones? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do they work? <laughs> they are amazing. It's like All right. daylight out there. Okay. But anyway, so I got those and some other things, you know, that I ordered. And then this big bag came too. And, and Elizabeth was like, that's for you. And I was like, oh. And I was thinking, she already got me something for my birthday. Like, what's. Did she tell you it was her for your birthday or no? Uh, no, I just had assumed that, right? Uh, okay. Because it was around, you know, close to my birthday. Yeah. Okay, and I was, I, I didn't necessarily say that, but I was thinking, I was thinking in my head, like she already got me something for my birthday. Like, why right. you get me more? Like, whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I'm opening it up. And okay, hold on one second. So, all right, yeah. Like my wife and I, we we basically text your woman and say, listen. <laughs> videotape him opening this just because we were listen it was yeah. one of the funniest moments in my life like to have the to a have the thought of putting this together yeah to b put it together and then look at the pictures we were laughing we were you know we think of stupid like texting you know um acronyms like yeah. lol we were right. laughing out loud we were rolling on the floor laughing i mean we were literally it was hilarious so if nobody else if you didn't find it funny or nobody else found it funny we had the greatest time putting all that together (laughs) well i I was more shocked okay so anyway so i'm opening up the bag i'm like what the hell is this and then i realized like oh you know i saw the sherpa there and i was like it's a blanket you know or or something and and so I, I unfold it and I, and I, <laughs> I saw my big head oh. the, like at first. And I was like, Oh my, did you know, God. did you know immediately that it was like a photo of you? 
at the same, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think okay. so. Because okay. in that moment, I was just like, who did this? <laughs> who did this? <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know, though. That's amazing. I mean, I get it, though. You're just, because everything was I mean, who else? Who else yeah. would have done it? You know, I know. But everything was all weird. You know, she was like videotaping you and you're like, uh, you weren't expecting this package. You open it up. It's a blanket. You had no idea blanket was coming. <laughs> and then you open it up and it's got a photo of you on it. I mean, I can see how you could be confused. <laughs> I could not, but I don't know how many pictures there must've been like seven or eight, six nine, or eight pictures. Yeah. Like and then it's there was all like a, like a collage of me a collage of, of, you, of Alan sleeping. And like literally we have that many pictures of him just sleeping somewhere. And, <laughs> and then I had like two spots for text. So I put in like Z, 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 like he's sleeping. <laughs> oh my gosh. We were laughing so hard. That is one of the best gifts I've ever received. Oh. Uh, and like Going back to kind of what we were talking about before, like, you know, we can poke fun and joke with each other, mm-hmm. but I didn't want it to be too much of a like, like a slam towards you. But it was so freaking funny, man. But see, that's the other thing, man. Like, you know me because you're my best friend. Yeah. You know what I can laugh at myself about. Mm-hmm. You weren't trying to like. No, Miami no, anything. it was hilarious. Dude. Yeah. And there's pictures of me sleeping too. <laughs> Maybe not quite as many as you, but like there's somewhere we're both sleeping. And actually I think one of those made the blanket was both of us <laughs> sleeping in Myrtle beach. Right? Like there's that one. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just Anyways. can't believe that dude. Yeah. Like, that's, I, uh, thank you. By the way, I, I just wanted to share that story because it was a cool story on a man's podcast, two buddies, yeah, right. like a funny thing, like a funny, you see this meme, it's hilarious. And you're like, you know what? Let's do that and turn it into a gift. And it was just, it was just funny, man. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to talk to you about it because we actually hadn't talked about it. We've texted back and forth a little bit since you got it, but um, I loved it. I love it. By the way, not only that, it's a hilarious gift, but it's an awesome gift. I love that blanket. (laughs) Should we tell the rest of the story that we got a picture from your woman like the next day of you fall asleep on the couch with that blanket (laughs) over him? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so the story just gets better, man. (laughs) Oh, that is, it's a true story though. I mean, like I had that thing wrapped up and man, it's like a it's like a warm hug from your mother. <laughs> You're like be, back in the womb. Don't be talking about my mom, dude. And <laughs> not, not your mom. Not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, so anyways, that uh meme we were talking about Hugh Jackman on it was looked like he posted it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about something else, man. What about Twitter? Oh, yeah, dude. All right. So you're talking about like Elon Musk buying Twitter. Twitter has been Twitter has been saved. Wait, can I just before we get into it? Yeah. How about how about having 40 some billion dollars to be able to buy something? 
right and still have, and still have money left over that's what i was gonna say so like it's not like he spent every penny he had on it like <laughs> if you had 40 billion would you spend 40 billion on twitter no <laughs> no you know you'd want to leave a billion or so you know left over to live off of you know at least and, a billion yeah i mean so yeah uh, this this man spent only 40 percent of his or whatever yeah of his income of his net worth but, but yeah man i mean look uh twitter I, i'm not on twitter personally i don't know if you are james but i i'm not it's only because i'm a little bit old and i can only do so much social media because yeah. it um, just takes up so you. much time yeah I, I don't know why. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll I'll see like little clips from my brother sure. will send me something or you yeah. or I'll yeah. see it as a meme or something like that. But I I don't know. I it's just not. Yeah, I, not I have a pretty low profile on there. Yeah, I have a low profile. I don't I don't yeah. check it like more than once a month. But um, I don't know why that is. Um, I I don't, I don't know. I guess part that may change with Musk buying it. And I guess that's why it's good to talk about this for a second, because pre Musk, you know, with Dorsey and some of these other schmucks that were running these companies. Mm. I mean, here's the backstory, right? So they essentially were silencing people that they disagreed with their philosophy and their politics i guess i guess it became a political thing right and i hate that it is that but essentially twitter execs uh disagreed with certain philosophies with certain people and if they were a famous person that was posting things and it was against their against the twitter admin philosophy they would basically silence them by suspending their accounts yeah, but that was under the guise of something else. So they didn't come out and say, this guy is against our, poli- our, no, our political no. Yes, correct. They did it in a very, uh, I don't know, corporate way, right? So right, which is said, what? Essentially, they, they violated our terms. They yeah. violated our terms. What terms? You know, whatever. And then they would yeah. basically say, like, if you don't take that post down, we're not going to re- you know, readmit you or whatever word you want to use. Like we're not going to reactivate your, your account. If you don't take that post that violates our, you know, what, you know, whatever down. And it was always against conservatives, right? There was never a liberal poster that got taken down. I mean, people could go on there and basically you could have Muslim people inciting violence and they wouldn't get shut down. But if you had conservative thinkers that would question, you know, uh, the truth about gender ideology or those kinds of things, they would get shut down and silenced. Or it was really big with the whole COVID situation, too. Well, you yeah, know? for sure. And then the Trump thing with the quote unquote inciting violence thing. But January you know, 6th, BS. Exactly. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of those things that were sort of double standards, which is the liberal way. Way, yeah. And uh, so you know, uh, but you know, the bottom line is, I think Elon Musk, and we talked about this off the air. Elon yeah. Musk is trying to uh, sort of reinvigorate Twitter to be mm-hmm. what it was envisioned to be. I think right. in 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 uh, in a in a global sense as yeah. free speech. Yeah. Yeah. He, 
Elon's not a conservative. I mean, I think he. I think if he's more independent or something. If anything, he leaned left in the beginning. But I think all of this craziness and all of the cr- the, the the insanity behind progressive ideology has actually pushed him right a little bit. But I still think if he is slightly right, it's just barely right of middle. I mean, he's. I th- my my thought is not to interrupt you there. My thought on Elon Musk is he is about himself and how to make himself money. He's a businessman and he doesn't lean left or right. He leans the way that will make himself money. That That's my take on him, which is not bad because guess what? That's capitalism, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for capitalism. Yeah, me you too. You make money the way that you can. And in addition to that, you should be able to keep your money, no matter how much you make. Well, and here's a guy who and he worked hard to make it. Yeah. Here's a guy who's brilliant Genius. and brilliant. And he learned that he, you know, he, he's a strong believer in, you know, uh, free speech. And he doesn't want, he doesn't want any thought basically, you know, shot down. He wants you to all be able, all sides, all angles, be able to, discuss their views right exactly so anyways man you know you know he he's this he's this independent guy this moderate guy who just believes strongly in free speech and i i don't know how anybody on either side of the aisle can't support that okay number one the interesting thing is and this is why i think elon musk is a Very interesting businessman. He's super smart about it. Oh, my God. So he comes out, and this was, I don't know, six months ago. I'm going to buy Twitter. Uh, We settled on $42 or whatever it was. And um, all all Twitter has to do is reveal their or get rid of their bots that are on there. Right. And And they refuse to do it. So that's my understanding. I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's the truth or not. Yeah. But, but, but what's up with that? All of a sudden it's back on. Like there's yeah, a lot going on that we don't know. I know. I did. I don't really know the details of what ended up happening to at least please him enough that he was willing to, you know, uh, not, you know, not sue Twitter over like, oh, you know, you guys say you have all these followers, you know, you have all these, you know, people that have accounts and so many of them are fake. Mm-hmm. I don't know what made him kind of say, well, I'll just deal with that. But it's maybe they like- came maybe they came to a uh, a um, a decision together and say, listen, Here's our real followers. We have 42 million bots out there yep. and the rest are actual followers, but we don't want it to be public. And that's our big hang up. Okay. Maybe he was like, okay. And if it was enough, yeah. And if it was enough followers or, you know, enough people signed up for Twitter that, that were real and that Elon was happy with, he might've just said, okay, that's okay. And I, you know, here's the thing that's cool mm. about that is Elon's just, a revolutionary guy. I mean, he's, he, he's so talented and everything he touches is, is awesome. And he's smart. And I think he'll make Twitter better. I really do. It, well, first of all, it's already better just being able to, to have free speech, you right. know, and 
I want to hear, even though I'm on the right, I love, I want to hear left leftist thoughts. I do. I'm not going to silence them, but that's that's the difference. That's That's the difference between the left and the right though. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that the whole point of America is that you can say what your opinion is supposed to be, but it hasn't been the left wants to silence the right. And that's where, listen, this is not, we are not politically biased. That's truth. That's truth. They try to silence thing, people and thoughts and things and philosophies that do not agree with them. Well, that's, that's definitely a true statement. And, uh, you see it blatantly and then you see signs of that that are not so blatant. And those sure. are the dangerous ones. Yeah, really uh, dangerous. Yeah. So my question to you is this, let's talk about free speech just for a quick second, because as I was thinking about this, not too long ago, actually, free speech, right? You're allowed Mm -hmm. to say your opinion, Mm -hmm. but what if my opinion was all black people should die? Yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, is is that I'm not rallying people. To kill, whatever the example is, but I'm not rallying people to kill black people. I'm not. Right. But I'm just saying. That's what "Mm, you think in your head. And you said it out loud. I mean, that's my opinion. Based on. He doesn't feel that way, folks. Alan doesn't feel that way. We're just making a. Of course. We're just making an example. Making an example here. I mean, I could have said anything. Yeah, but well, but, I mean, Kanye got himself or he got himself in some trouble <laughs> with what he said. Right. Um, you know, we've talked about cancel culture and all that and how yeah. I don't I don't agree with cancel culture. The cancel no. culture should be, you know, your companies that endorse you don't drop you. If people don't like what you have to say, just don't buy their product. That's right. how you cancel somebody. Right. Yeah. Because then that protects free speech. Right. Like, so let's say you're a business owner or let's say this podcast was wildly popular and we were making big bucks (laughs) off of it. And you made a comment about, you know, a racist comment about, you know, all black people are terrible or whatever, or it doesn't have to be black. It could be Jewish. It could be, you know, gay people. I mean, anything, it could be white people, I mean, whatever. Right. And if you made one of those comments and all of a sudden, you know, all of our supporters, all of our um, endorsement deals that were what were making us money started to cancel you. Well, hmm. that's kind of a violation of free speech. That's cancel culture. What I think should happen is let's say we had 20 million listeners. Well, out of those 20 million listeners, they should just stop listening. Well, that's how you cancel somebody. I mean, the, the other the other side of that is this, James, is that yeah. what if we had 20 million listeners? All right. We're about we're about 19 million nine hundred nine thousand away from that. <laughs> but let's just say hey, so we got one listener, man. Is that it? Yeah, uh, we got. Yeah, we got a few maybe um, on one hand listener. But anyway, and they're let's all just our say, family members. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my dog. Yeah, your dog. Frankie's my, listening. <laughs> Frankie. Sammy. So, Sammy and Frankie are listening. Sammy and Frankie. But anyway, so we got, okay, so we got 20 million listeners and we have an endorsement deal from, let's just say Coca-Cola. 
All right. Okay. And I come on the the podcast and I say something controversial, uh, yep. whatever that may be. Could be anything. Yeah. Let's not make examples because then people. That's the thing. Whatever. That's yeah. what's crazy about society today, man. Get out can, of context. We can make a fake example right now. And I'll bet you if someone listened to our podcast out there, they would say that we're bigoted towards black people because that was the example that you used. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's ridiculous. You can't you can't even. It's it's I know. I know. But let's just say that that happened. Okay. Yeah. I made an example. Even if I said something hypothetically, hypothetically. Okay. And then Coca-Cola as a independent company. Yep. Decided to endorse our show before this comment aired. Yep. And then they decide we don't want to be affiliated with this with that comment or someone who believes in that. Right. And so that's not necessarily cancel culture. I mean, I guess in a way it is. But they made a decision as a company to say we don't want to support this podcast because we don't believe in what they were saying. Isn't that the right? Also, I mean, I, believe me, I'm, I'm devil's I'm devil's advocating here because it's their right, but then they're choosing sides. Yes, because uh, I mean, with something awful like bigoted, like what we were hypothetically talking about, you know, it's one thing. But there's companies out there, so not everybody believes in, you know, transgender, no, you no. know stuff okay not everybody believes that that's the right thing for america the right thing for children the right thing for the human race and if you say that there are companies that will back away and it's like whoa 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 wait a second here folks like that's not you know that's different than what we you and me are hypothetically presenting here today yeah but if i'm a company and i'm investing in you yeah. As an entity. And then you do something or say something that I don't believe in. I'm pulling out. Yeah. But here's the flip side of that, man. Okay, Just for a second. Ahead. Yeah. What if I come out and say all these pro transgender things, are they going to back away? It depends on what they believe in. Most of them won't because they're all woke companies. You yeah, know, and this is stuff we've talked about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not a true, uh, Coca-Cola company is not going to be truly, you know, we're talking they're about, different. Like, they're not going to be like unbiased. They're if, not. If my independent company with me as a CEO running the whole show wants to invest in you and you say something that I don't believe in, then I don't. I don't really care. I'm going to pull out. It's, right? it's so such, Coca-Cola does it. It's, it's to be, yeah. it's their image, right? Essentially that creates a war between companies, right? Because then you'll have conservative companies backing, backing conservative thought people. And then you'll have liberal companies backing liberal thought people. And, it just turns everything into politics. The alternative is don't talk politics as, as a famous person, but then that's essentially silencing free speech. Right. And I don't know. I, I, I think companies should just say, we're going to support you because we like your podcast. It doesn't mean we agree with everything you say. Like maybe there shouldn't be the standard of 
I'm Coca-Cola. I'm going to throw all this money at these different things and support them. It doesn't, I think we should be able as Americans, as humans to say, maybe that doesn't mean they believe or support everything that that person says or that person believes in, but they want to support their podcast. I, I don't know. But look, what's the, what's the, what is the core reason why a company would support a podcast? The core reason is advertising to make more money. Exactly. That's all they care about is the bottom line. So if you say something controversial, okay, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to gender, it's going to render more views or more revenue and all this stuff, which is exactly the why they got into it in the first place. They should not right. be upset about it. If they're a business and they should stick to business. This right. is so, my point. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That that's my point. Okay. Is that so it's a yeah. money thing. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. So here's my thought. So you and I say something ridiculous and controversial, and we have 20 million listeners. Rather than Coca-Cola pulling out and just leaving and 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 abandoning us and like taking their money away from us, why don't they wait and see what the listeners do? So let's say we say something ridiculous. Do the 20 million people st- stick with us? Or all of a sudden does it go from 20 million to like 5 million? And then they're like, whoa, th- like they lost 15 million listeners based on their crazy philosophies. We want to pull out now. I could actually support that and I could actually understand that. And it's a business decision. Yes. It's a business decision. It's not a woke philosophical decision. That's right. right. Like let the chips fall where they fall and let the listeners decide what they think about it all. Listen, they're going to pull out if our viewership goes down anyway, regardless Regardless of what we say, what was said, it could just be, it's the content's not good or it's not appealing or whatever. Exactly. So if they're pulling out based on numbers alone, regardless of what they said, but you see, they don't do that. They pull out and then they make a statement about it. And and so that saves their face. You know, if public opinion says, oh, uh, James and Allen podcast said this and we we absolutely don't agree with it, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to save their own face because they've been affiliated with us. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then and then they uh, are, are trying to save themselves or distancing themselves. Absolutely. A, a, away from that particular. Yes. Uh, violation, it, if you want to call it. That. Here's the thing, Alan. Why is that? Why? Why they don't want to backlash on them and then yes, money. (laughs) Why all money? Yes. Why would the corporations not be willing to take that risk to stick it out? Because exactly what you said there, they fear that they'll lose money. And what would they lose money from the backlash of the progressive ideologists that would be like phoning the, you know, phoning up the administrators, the the leaders of Coca-Cola company and saying, you guys are sending this podcast money and these are their beliefs. What is up with that? Exactly. They, they, they don't time care to do that stuff. They don't care about that. They care about the bottom line. If, if uh, you know, half of the country boycotts Coca-Cola, well, they're going to be losing money. They don't want anything to do yeah. with that. And so they try to be out in front of some of these things. And whether or not it's politically correct or or business related, I guarantee you the bottom line is they want to 
save money. They want to generate income. That is what businesses do. So regardless of you, if you think a, a business is woke or not, I guarantee you it's all about uh, the, um, the dollar. So what I'm thinking about with all that is, yeah, I, I agree with that, man. You know, the thing though that bothers me is how society is just like a complaining culture now, complaining society, where like if you don't like what you hear, it's you know, what were you taught as a kid? If you don't like what you hear, just like let it go in one ear and out the other, right? Yeah, and like that's like right. move on, don't support that company or don't, you know, don't support that person or just, you know, ignore them it. out. Yeah. Ignore it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And these companies are just too willing to listen to people who complain about things they don't want to hear. Just it, it, it's like on social media, you know, nowadays, if you don't like what you see, just keep scrolling is, is kind of like a thought out there. Just keep scrolling, scroll past it. You don't like it. You don't have to comment. You don't have to support it financially or with your time or with anything. Just keep scrolling. I feel the same way about these woke companies like culturing or canceling, you know, cancel culture, canceling these, these people, these entities that they disagree with. Just keep scrolling. We talked about this before this cancel culture stuff. And yeah, <clears throat> you know, to some extent, and all of these topics are going to intertwine and keep coming up. But right. What do we tell our elementary school ch aged children yeah. when they come home and they say, eh, they did this and they did that and uh, they're doing this and it bothers right. me. Yes. What, what, yes. Do we, what do we teach as fathers? Kids? As fathers, what do you teach them? Even the teachers, what do they do? Right. I, I mean, in the right schools, what do they do? They tell them, don't worry about them. Suck it up. That's life. Right. Move on. Don't think about them. Just They're ignore doing, them. Right. Yes. Walk away. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, there's all sorts of thoughts, but it's it's all the same kind of theme, right? So the problem is right now, as adults, what's going on now is the cancel culture and the kids are 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 watching this and observing this and learning yeah. this. Yeah. And what's the best way to learn as kids? Uh, from your parents or from your teachers or from, uh, you know, uh, fi adult figures in your life that are important. Mm -hmm. Observation is probably the most important thing. Mm -hmm. What you don't say and how mm -hmm. you act around these kids are, are things that they're going to, ab uh, um, yeah. absorb more important and learn. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're teaching these kids these days is that if you don't like something, riot. what other people are saying or doing, riot. then riot. You, can, you can riot. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I, I'm, you can I'm, cancel them. And that's yeah. wrong. That's it wrong. Is, it is wrong. We want, listen, I want to hear the polar opposite thoughts, the polar opposite views, the polar opposite philosophies that I believe in. I want to hear the opposite because you know what? Maybe that'll change some of mine. Maybe it won't, but I don't think silencing them helps me in any way. I don't. I want people no. to have choices. Look, look what happened when you silence any, uh, uh, group of people 
All right. What happened with uh, the group of um, <laughs> the group of colonists when the British people started to try to control them and tell right. them, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. We grew into the greatest nation of all nation of all time. Don't like, don't do that. And that's exactly what we're doing in the greatest nation of all time. And we got to stop this, man. Yeah. It needs How to do be we put, stop it? It needs to be put to rest. Well, you know, good men. That's what stops it. Good men who aren't afraid to speak truth. Because here's the thing, man. People aren't speaking truth. They're speaking hyperbole. They're speaking garbage. They're just, they're, or, or they're silenced. They're afraid yeah. and, they, and they keep quiet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what are they afraid of? Losing their jobs, losing Possibly. income, losing money, which yep. is the root of the problem. Yeah. And I can see myself falling into that group if I'm not careful. Like, but am I willing to give up my livelihood, my job, sacrificing those things for the greater good of the country, for the greater good of humanity, for the greater good of of what I really truly believe in philosophically and, and, and so forth. I, th I think I need to be. Well, I think that's the basis of this country, man, is to be able to speak your opinions. Right. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And if somebody agrees with that opinion, they're going to be on your side or yep. maybe they're going to be like, Oh wow. I'm not alone in that thought. Yeah. Definitely. But that doesn't mean I'm going to cancel somebody for their thought. It right. means I'm going to ignore them. Yes. It means it, it it means nothing to me that somebody else thinks that particular way. Right. I may not agree with them and I will talk about that here on this podcast and I have. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm going to stop them or try to No, try I don't want to. Them. Exactly. It's it's a it's a messed up situation. So, long story short, the reality yeah. is to have an independent like Elon Musk who believes in free speech taking over Twitter, right? Whether you're on Twitter or not, there's lots of millions of people on Twitter. It's a good thing, folks. Yeah. It's going to bring back free speech, free thought. Yeah. It's going to bring back all sorts of, you know, ways for us to agree to disagree and to agree, you know, and so and listen, I think it's a good thing. Listen, man, if you if you go on Twitter after Elon Musk uh, buys it and does whatever he does going to do with it, and if you happen to see an inappropriate joke on there, well, then just keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Walk away. If you don't like it. Yep. Or, you know, block those people and follow people that post jokes that you like. Listen. If you can cancel somebody for making a joke about an amputee, then you can cancel somebody for a joke about a bald guy. All yeah, right. Exactly. So, so let's just cut it out. All right. Yep. Let's cut it out. That's my. How, how, how about we stop being pussies and not yes. so sensitive? Thank right? you. It's, have, a, it's a tragedy thick, to be bald. It's a tragedy to lose your arm, but yeah, let's just be, have fun with it. Thicken your skin, folks, <laughs> get tougher, be able to take and cope with difficult things in life. Life may not go the way you intended. You may lose your hair. You may lose a <laughs> limb. You may lose something. Right. Life is not perfect. Life is hard. Life is hard. Be able to cope with it, people. You know what? Find ways to cope with things that are hard. 
And then you know what? You'll be happier because you know what? Life is not going to get better. It's going to be this way all the way through folks. And if you can't learn to cope and learn to deal with tough things, it's going to be a rough, rough go the whole way. I I couldn't agree more. I have nothing to add to that because that was said perfectly. (sighs) anyways we love you man and you know we're here for you and we want to help people we really do we want to help people and help men especially yeah uh stand up for what you believe in stand up for what you believe in even if it costs you everything right and um do what's right work hard you know sacrifice things for the for the things you believe in and um that's what this country was built on yeah. So why don't we just continue it? Because that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing here. Exactly. So, you know, again, we say this most weeks, reach out to us, give us ideas, give us thoughts, give us your opinions. Um, as this podcast grows, we'd like to have guests on here. We'd like to have other people's thoughts. Maybe it'll just start with, you know, your thoughts from email and we discuss them on the podcast, but over time, we'd love to even maybe include people on the podcast discussing things. So Hmm. reach out to us. This is what we've been talking at gmail.com. This is what we've been talking at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Love to hear from you. And I can't wait for next week, man. I don't know what we're talking about, but we're going to be talking about something. We'll talk about something. Oh, yeah. We got lots to talk about. There's so much to talk about. We we could do this every day. We need to. If we have time. Let's quit our jobs. (laughs) We might get fired. (laughs) Yeah, probably. If we keep it up. If you see us us daily, that means we got fired. Yeah, we got fired. We'll be holding signs outside, you know, on the road, like, you know, we'll work for food. Listen, everybody, have a great week and um, happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Work hard. Take care of your families. Take care of your, you know, your significant others, your kids. Right. Work hard and uh, we're here for you. And uh, God bless. All right. Next week, brother. Bring it. Yep. Later. See you. Bye. Bye.